Captain's Log, September 23rd, 2016. This episode, New Frontiers. This is Acceptable Vices. I'm your happy host, Victor Frost, and today we are playing a new game from our wonderful friend, Derek. Hey, Derek. Hey, what's up? I have a webcam now. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. And uh, what what game are we going to be playing with you today? So we're playing a somewhat cutting edge, which is to say I'm still in the process of writing it as things are <laughs> happening. A uh, role-playing game called New Frontiers, a totally not Star Trek. Right, of course, because Star Trek, that, that can't possibly be what the game is. No, no. Um, no, no. Along on this uh, on this uh, happy boat that we are, are piloting through the stars, we've got... Jerba. Hey, Jerbs. Hey, what's going on? Uh, you know, playing games and stuff. How about you? Yeah, you explain what's going on. What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> we also got Nelson. Hey, it Nelson. Is, it has been a long week. Hello. Ah, <laughs> uh, so we are uh, we are in progress of uh, of making this uh, making this game, um, the character sheets and such. Uh, let's see if I can do something dandy here. Yeah, I think I can. Let's see here. Boop and share. So right now I'm sharing a screen here. This is the the character sheet we're looking at. Friends listening uh, all out there in audio land. Uh, We have a Google Docs uh, window that I'm sharing with everyone. We have the character sheet in front of us. And uh, uh, Derek, why don't you walk us through this character sheet just a little bit. And uh, so that we, and to a much greater extent, the audience at home, uh, can understand what the hell is going on. So we got at the top here. We got the basic stuff. So yeah, walk so us through it. You've got you've got your character there, Captain, uh, which is an excellent name, uh, Captain um, Captain uh, Hands and Pants. Yes, yes. Uh, so we, we, this this uh, we're playing a slightly simplified version of the game today, but uh, it's got pretty much everything that the final game will have. So we've got uh, our rank, uh, position on the ship, and species, which in this case is human um, mm-hmm. for this character. And then we have sort of the the mechanical meat of this character is uh, the three attributes, which the whole game sort of circles around uh, violence, diplomacy, and science, Mm -hmm. which is how you you solve everything and how this is a better game than the previous best Star Trek game, Lasers and Feelings, which solved everything with lasers or feelings. (laughs) Um, So uh, under that, we have some traits. This game runs on sort of a fate style word association trait system Mm -hmm. where you can kind of sort of come up with stuff for that highlights characters' skills, abilities, destinies, like just things that they're good at or lucky at. Uh, and then identify to the GM what, when you use them. Like, you know, I think that my my reckless trait applies here. My charismatic trait applies here. If you can get away with that, <laughs> then uh, you can get some bonuses. So basically Under anything you can rationalize uh, can yeah. you know, be pushed through. All right. Exactly. Uh, we also have actions here. What are the awesome actions Actions. For? The actions are sort of special rules that your character can invoke. Mm-hmm. Um, we're really not playing with those today. We're just going to play with the, the basic actions. Right. But this game runs on sort of a, a similar uh, mindset as Powered by the Apocalypse games, where it's the game itself is just like a conversation between the GM and the players. And when people do things that sort of invoke an action, um, then you... Uh, like the the rules get deployed and they affect the narrative and then you go back to that narrative. So the way those actions usually work is 
when you meet uh the action takes place the rules are deployed and then you go back to regular play okay. so as the kind of actions that you have like as a human are like if you do something like every human has this action called first which is if you're the the first to do something important the first to step on a planet the first to contact an alien species you get experience points and it encourages the players who play humans to be sort of bold and reckless and try new things and go in new places and explore mm-hmm. they're oh, sort great. of the, the humans the are people. a youtube comment always going first <laughs> <laughs> exactly uh, the sort of the the in the 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 mythos that I am still writing for this thing, the sort of the human trait. So as the humans are not just the boring default, the human trait is that they are unreasonably obsessed with space. They're a little bit like Kerbals or something like that. <laughs> um, everybody else is like, you know, what what are you doing? Space is terrifying. Like, uh, you know, there's horrible alien gods living among the stars, and humans are like, yeah, let's go poke them. <laughs> so uh, okay. So, um, what about, so we have the equipment area here. We have the uniform, the phaser pistol communicator. We have a blank spot in here. What's, uh, is that something uh, we're going to be picking up as we go or? Possibly, or, just- or maybe like if you had, if we were playing with the proper divisions, you would have equipment that were, came from your divisions. Like mm-hmm. the security guy would have a set of combat armor. The, uh, uh, signals person would have, um, like a universal translator, the science officer would have a tricorder, that kind of thing. Right, right. Um, but we're not doing that today, so you just got the basics. Right. Uh, we have a strain track here, which is a segmented gradient from uh, white to red following zero to dead, respectively. That's just our damage, basically. Yeah, right? pretty much. One more time, briefly, the advantages, understanding data, crap. Oh, did you not hear that? Uh, not a word. Oh, cool. <laughs> so... Uh, the way that that stuff works is, um, fuck, uh, collect them over the course of the game so that your solutions don't suck, basically. Awesome. Good job. Whenever you do anything that would collect them, like if you try make a move to gain a tactical advantage in a fight, you'll gain advantage. If you make friends with an alien, you'll gain understanding. If uh-huh. you use your scanner to scan shit, you'll gain data. And okay. then you want to use that stuff to, like, you can you can spend it on rolls. Oh, the other thing you can do with it is that you can spend it on other things. You can, uh, to gain specific advantages. You can get, uh, spend advantage um, to get equipment, basically, like to have them beam down a bigger phaser rifle or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, you can spend understanding to learn the values of an alien uh, or a threat. So if you're like talking to the Klingons, you're like, I want to negotiate with the Klingons and get them to, to do something that I want them to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you can appeal to their values. You can go like, oh, you know, I've spent two understanding points to know you really like honor. Well, it w- the honorable thing to do would be do what I want. Um, and then uh, data, you can ask yes or no questions by spending a point of data. Okay. All right, oh, then. Uh, the, the final thing with this is that uh-huh. you all have your own personal reserve of it, but you guys can call a meeting to pool it all together. Okay. Uh, and when you do, disagree with one another because you'll get experience points. Aha. Uh-huh. All right, then. So let's get this game started. Yeah. So, um... Derek, set the scene for us, if you would. Uh, I, I need one last thing from you guys. What's the name oh. of your spaceship? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Chico, oh, what do you what do you think? We purposefully like, left it to you. Who me? Yeah, you. I like intrepid oh. as a as a spaceship name, but it's not hey, glitzy enough. Ship with a view. The USS ship with a view. Yes, that's right. literally what I call what I've called one of my ships in Star Trek Online. That's I'm awesome. That. <laughs> I have I have about a dozen ships. And they all have fucking stupid names. 
<laughs> the love boat. The love boat. Uh, USS no, but I do have one. I believe it's the uh, USS I shoot first. Yeah, that's a uh, the USS the big stick. <laughs> These are getting into some culture ship names right here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's the problem. I'm limited to 16 characters, so it's a bit hard to get a good mm. culture ship name in 16 characters. Humans for the win. Because <laughs> that's a good ship to go out with. Uh, actually, I like ship with a view. Nelson, what do you think of ship with a view? I'm, I like okay. it. Right. It has a view. All right, the uh, All right. Earthship ship with a view. So um, we 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 open our our scene here with a poorly composited shot of the USS ship with a view coming into orbit around a alien planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have been dispatched with orders to uh, negotiate with the locals and the Klingons who have already arrived over mining rights for the planet. Uh-huh. It's vitally important that you secure the mining rights and not the Klingons. Because, uh, well, you don't want those fucking Klingons to have any of this dilithium or whatever the hell they've got down there, right? The plot <laughs> MacGuffin of the week. So you've been ordered to, uh, you know, try, try to, you know, use whatever you, uh, you have in your power to ensure that the Klingons don't end up with the crystals. Uh, <laughs> even if it means, like, it, it is more acceptable for the Federation that nobody gets it than the Klingons get it. Oh my... Mm-hmm. So you are entering standard orbit now. Your helmsman is asleep at the wheel. <laughs> uh, what do you do? <laughs> Somebody wake well, up here. First off, we need to establish. A, we need to go down. Are the Klingons already there? Do we know if the Klingons yes, are so already there? Yes. So there's there's a a sort of a, a cabinet hall or whatever that the um the the meeting is taking place at, and uh, you're you're ahead of schedule. You've still got. A little bit of time to poke around or do whatever before you need to arrive for the commencement of negotiations. Aha. Uh-huh. All right. So we need to establish a secure perimeter because I do not trust the locals or obviously the Klingons. I need a good name for the locals. Little sneaky ridge faces. <laughs> wow. They haven't even got those yet. This is original series. They've just dumped a whole box. They've dumped things. a whole yeah. uh, can of spray tan on themselves. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, let's see here then. Um, I must admit, I do like how they turned a makeup change between series into like a major plot point later on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they did that. That's I love that in Enterprise. It's it's pretty great. Mm. Um, it's pretty dumb, but pretty great. So no, um, it's, it's familiar that Enterprise. It's just Enterprise is the first place they explore it in the in right. detail yeah. in the shows. Deep Space Nine just sort of goes. We don't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, why is your head fucked up? (laughs) 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 All right, so are we going down? So what are we doing now? What would you say? What did you say, Nelson? We go down to the planet or what? Yeah, I think we should beam down, and I think we should establish a perimeter with uh, like five or six red shirts. Do we have? Are red shirts an expendable asset, or is it just absolutely red shirts are equipment? (laughs) So. Uh, you guys are assembling an away team, so right. how this works it really simply simply is there's usually like a requisition system for crew and equipment, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'll send you down with five red shirts, and you've all got pistols. Nice. Excellent. So you materialize. Um, where, where are you going particularly? Their, uh, their council chambers are in like a stately country manor, so there's like a couple of miles of um, 
you know, driveway. rolling hills around it. And then the city sort of a little farther away. I say we These guys go- are the ECOGs, by I, the way. <laughs> I, I, I say we should beam to the entrance of the city. That way we can interact with some uh, with some of the locals on the way to the austere uh, council chambers. How far away is the city from this uh, manor? Uh, like a mile. Oh, sure. Well, that's not good. Yeah. All right, let's do that then. Let's do that. Let's roll. All right, so uh, you beat you beam down uh, into uh, at the gates of the city. Uh, it's a bustling city film filled with uh, uh, people with no makeup at all because this is the original series. So aliens are just humans. Ah. Um, and uh, you, so they're sort of a they're a primitive civilization. The prime directive has been broken over this uh, <laughs> this incident, as often happened in the original series when they didn't give a fuck about the prime directive. Right. Um, so uh, everybody's sort of milling around. They've got, you know, like horse-drawn wagons. It's just horses. Um, it's kind of vaguely medieval. They've recycled the set from a movie being made, like a fantasy movie. Uh, you think you see some Ben-Hur props. What, uh, what do you do? What and peaceful people. <laughs> <laughs> they might look peaceful, but they're giving you the shifty eye. <laughs> yeah, well, of course they are. Everybody's looking at you like, you know, uh, some of those, those, those upstairs or whatever. Off-worlders. <laughs> Those fucking uh, sky people. Yeah, so th- you can see like some of their, their ridiculous medieval guards with their like, crossbows or whatever kind of <laughs> shadowing you as you go through the city streets. I just wave. Hey. <laughs> Hi. They can see us. They have eyes. <laughs> Let's, find, yes. told us about Let's this. find a bar. I have, I have deduced that they fucking can see us with their ocular organs. Well done. Just science as we walk here. Well All right, done, so... Rizek, Riz, 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 how the fuck Rizky. do you pronounce the last name? <laughs> Rizky. Lieutenant Riz- Rizky. Well done, Rizky. Excellent observation. Appro- approximately one person in the world just laughed, and I know exactly who it is. <laughs> so, uh, are you guys hitting up an alien bar? Sure. Fuck it, why not? Yeah, it is the original not? series. I'm gonna get well, some All right. Fun. All right, let's do this. So uh, you, you find, yeah, it doesn't take you very long at all to find a tavern of some variety to, to duck into. And it's a, sort of a, you know, a dark and um, sort of damp, it's gross place. It's a dive place. is what it is. Yeah, it's a, you, you've you found the, the medieval dive bar. Um, so there's like a giant open fireplace. Uh, there's people like probably actually brawling at the moment. And drinking to excess some god awful ale, and uh, so you you sort of sit down at the bar. Seems like a and, lovely uh, place. The bartender comes over to you, sort of looks at your uh, your weird uh, Starfleet getup, and uh, asks a very important question: Got money? Define money. <laughs> <laughs> to to pay for drinks. Yeah, have you got something to pay for drinks? Probably <laughs> somewhere. I uh, I kind of search through my pockets and I I pull out a little holographic trinket and I'm like hmm these are primitive people uh, let me just give him one of these he, I, he he takes it bites it of course all right what are you be having <laughs> we got grog <laughs> we got this shit ale we distill it from I'm shit. gonna point <laughs> I'm gonna point to the biggest burliest person in the bar and say I'll have what he had. Or she, you know, no judging. <laughs> <laughs> it's your little drink with an umbrella. <laughs> uh, 
I'm just gonna grab the first thing in a cup that it looks potable and throw it down using my action. It's green. <laughs> All right, cool. So I'm actually uh, Nelson. Are you drinking as well? I am drinking a small amount of grog and trying to surreptitiously interrogate the bartender about. Oh, perfect. Local so intel. <laughs> I would like you. I like, I like to imagine you just like very casually strapping him down to waterboard him. <laughs> 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 just like, the this bar. is gonna feel great. Trust me, Enjoy you know. We're gonna make a day of it. Have spa. <laughs> so this is this is a perfect opportunity to do our first move. This is gain understanding. This is one of the three steps that you use to gain resources. Yes. So I would like you to roll three d four, add your diplomacy, and plus one for any traits you can convince me apply. Oh wow! Four, five, six, seven, eight plus. A little bit of toughness, because while I may not be as uh, jovial as our dear captain, or as understanding about other alien species' uh, uh, social uh, situations, Mm -hmm. I do have uh, that trinket, that holographic trinket that I gave him, and I know a few different ways to use it on people's whatever aliens have that passes fingernails, which for these people are literally just fingernails because they're <laughs> they look like us. Right. Yeah, they've got their fingernails have been painted silver. That's, yeah. that's how you can tell <laughs> that they're aliens. All right. So wh- what's your total? So total four, seven, eight, uh, eight plus toughness. So nine. So yes. um, take a point of understanding. Wait a minute, That's wait nice. a minute, wait a minute. We come to a planet and the first thing we do is roughhouse people? <laughs> yes. Awesome. We don't know where they've been. All right, uh, fine. Presumably this planet. <laughs> um, but as you, else. as you, um, as, as you're sort of talking and getting a feel for the place, uh, you, you know, you, you, you go to, to sort of, you know, you're jovially talking with the, the bartender and you throw back the, the mug and you accidentally elbow the person beside you. Who is ginormous? It's what extras they use when they need a really big guy. Uh, and uh, central casting, I want a really big guy. <laughs> yeah, R- real meathead. Yeah, he he sort of looks at you. He says something in an alien language, which uh, remarkably is not translated. And then as, he, as the captain, I will tell you what he said was not polite. No, <laughs> and he takes a swing for your head. What, what will... do you do? Dude. I will look like side eye the captain and then jump, literally jump right on this big fella and trying to punch him in the face while nice. my legs are wrapped around him. Excellent. Yeah. That is an excellent Star Trek fighting technique. Yes. So uh, I would like you to roll 2d4 <laughs> and add any relevant traits that you think apply. I would consider this uh, jumping at the largest person that. I see to be fairly reckless. Uh, yeah, I de- definitely agree. Yeah. So three plus so six so seven total. Nice. So um, you uh, you jump on this guy and you beat the hell out of him and he he like immediately hits the the ground and He's you know well. is unconscious immediately. Maybe you've broken some piece of alien anatomy inside of him, <laughs> and every the bar goes. And then somebody laughs and everything's back to normal. Well, excellent. Excellent. (laughs) 
so that wasn't that wasn't too bad whatsoever. I, I, I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask the bartender something, and I'm going to use my uh, my traits, charismatic as fuck. And All right, what are you asking? I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask them uh, what the what do people around here think of the uh, the Klingons? Um. All right. Cool. So. Uh, this is this roll a three d four plus diplomacy for some gaining understanding. And while you're doing that, I'll, I'll actually get his answer. So three d fours plus my diplomacy score, right? Yeah, and you can throw a plus one for charismatic on there. All right. uh, let's see. Let's see how your asking goes. Okay, I've got. I've got thirteen. Oh wow. Okay. So you first off, you gain three understanding. Huh? Like you. Because the guy, like, you know, he sort of looks around and he pulls you in close and he goes, you know, listen, the, the Klingons have been real popular around here. Uh, you, you know, nobody was supposed to come to this planet early, but they've been here for months. They've been trading with us. They've got incredibly high quality goods. Like, they're selling, you know, you go talk to the nobles and they've got these wagons that drive around by themselves. Oh, that the Klingons have given them. So, you know, they're, they're, the Klingons have really been buttering this place up, basically. Here, and nobody, like, inversely, people aren't too uh, too fond of Starfleet. You know, they've heard some pretty terrible tales of what Starfleet officers do to, you know, the indigenous people of the planets they conquer. Which I is give why they him need a uh, significant look as he says this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I Which is why they need look at a gimlet that says "Sorry about our captain." Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am wounded, but not on the space itself. watchtower. You're, you're wounded, but it's also true. That's why we have a pamphlet. Have you heard the good news of the Prime Directive? <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, that. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. So you've got that information now. What do you do? Oh, you got three understanding. Um, I think that it is time uh, for us to see if uh, if we can locate some Klingons. You're just gonna go a wandering for Klingons. <laughs> okay, uh, we'll ask the bartender where the Klingons normally uh, like to hang out. All right. Uh, so he he sort of um, he he grabs an. I want to say like a napkin, but they wouldn't fucking have napkins. Carves <laughs> it into grabs the, a rag. Yeah, he grabs a rat and he carves it into the rat. Uh, he, he, um, he, sh- he can just tell me. I have a perfect memory. All right, cool. He gives you Being directions to... Um, <laughs> there's sort of... there's um, It used to be, like, you know, a year ago or so, it used to be, uh, like, stables, but they've converted it into a hangar mm. for one of their little ships. Oh. And he says, you know, Klingons going in and out of there all the time. They're pretty... They're really bl- pretty blatant about it because the Federation is actually upholding their end of the deal and not observing or messing with the planet. Hmm. I think it's hmm. time to do some observing and messing, gentlemen. What do you think? I take observing. Well, I guess that leaves messing to me. And I'll pick up the balance. All right, let's go. All right, so you wander through the, the terrible, crappy city streets. It's muddy. It's awful. Are there Pre-warp any civilizations ladies suck. nearby? Um, well, no, they're mo- they're mostly they're mostly extras. They've got um, th- nobody stands out to you. You don't see like a gauzy filter over the camera looking at anyone. Got it. Uh, and then you arrive uh, sort of around the street corner from the the 
uh, Klingon sort of field headquarters. And mm-hmm. yeah, they've got guys in Klingon uniforms standing guard in front of the door. They've got, you know, the 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 big stable doors are slightly ajar and you can see glowy technology on the inside. Uh-huh. I knew those Klingons were double dealing. Hmm. Klingons betray? What? Never. <laughs> so okay. here's the thing. I pull I pull the other two in close. Starfleet doesn't want to get involved, right? They don't want to get their hands dirty. That's, but you uh, and I that's the word both know. Up top. You and I both know, all three of us both know, right. collectively both, that <laughs> if the Klingons are going to deal dirty, we can make the people think that the Klingons are actually dealing dirty. Like, right now, they see the Klingons as these, like, magical space dudes, right? Uh-huh. But the thing is, we're the magical space dudes. Right. <laughs> we are the good people in this situation that are upholding our side of the bargain, right? So mm-hmm. we just need the locals to see maybe something bad happens, maybe some Klingon technology fails, and nobody likes it very much. What are you driving you at, Spock? <laughs> <laughs> That Kirk Spreck, by the way, was the name that the random name generator gave me. <laughs> That's amazing. That's it fantastic. was perfect. Um, so I think we need to get our hands on some Klingon technology, right? And I think it needs to malfunction in a very public way. Mm. Well, do they have a ship in there? Uh, so the the bartender said that uh, sometimes at night the lights rise out from the roof of it and fly off into the sky or come back. Well, I think we need to check and see if they have a ship in there. And if they do, I think our uh, I think our, uh, our our mechanical friend Mister uh, Reski here uh, can see if he can't get that thing going on its own and maybe landing in a uh, crash landing in a public square you know not hurting anyone but showing the dangers of dealing with such reckless and irresponsible people like the Klingons I can just make a bomb bombs are really good or you know we could do that (laughs) I guess (laughs) we need we need the people to know hey this is the Klingons not that hey this is what alien technology does because they want we want them to want our technology, right? Mm. Nice I clean. I bomb out of Klingon stuff. <laughs> I like this ship idea. Can you make a bomb out of a ship? Can you? Probably. Yeah. It's a Star Trek ship. It's a bomb every second <laughs> episode Jerry by accident. Can we try to get the ship to fire on stuff so they can see it? They, mm, that's Klingon ship. It's blowing up our ship. Not just an yeah. accident. Not just an accident. They need to know that they know. You know. Do, they, do these medieval sorts have ships? No. Well, no, no. sailboats. Like the, maybe. I meant like the water floaty kind. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yes, this is a coastal. This is a coastal town. I like where this is going, going guys. Good. Let's make this In happen. That case, we'll make the Klingon ship blow up their navy. Ooh. Ooh. They won't like that. They will not. The like navy that. is very big and expensive in these times. That's true. It's a very good I mean, idea. All think right. of a boat. A boat is basically just a hole in the ocean that you pour money into. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so what more or less. So what are we going to do? Are we going to lure away any uh, any lingering Klingons and then leave you to do your business? I think we should scope the place out, okay. wait until nighttime, sneak in, steal a ship, and Set on then autopilot. you can do your business. Yeah. All right. All right. We can, we can remote pilot this thing. All right. 
All right, so uh, who's got good observational type skills? So observational type skills is kind of one of those, uh, unless you're doing something specifically science, mm. don't worry too much about it. I see. Uh, sneaking in this game pretty much always works. All right. Oh, good. So, oh, hey, you know what? I've got spatial perception, and that's a thing. That's a All right. perceive spaces. <laughs> so I'm actually, there is a, a, a general action that we can use for this kind of sneakery, All right. which is the delay action. Uh-huh. So just roll 2d4 and add relevant traits. All right. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to roll. Let's see. That's 2d4. And then I've got, uh, well, diplomacy requires a fair amount of perception. So I'll add three and I'll got my spatial perception in there. So I'll add four to it. And, All right. Uh, roll. I got, uh, I got 12. All right. Cool. Um, so you're going to get some, some tactical advantage out of this. So take three advantage. Nice. Uh, because now you kind of know the layout of the place and all that. Okay. And so, yeah, you you, you uh, find a side alley running beside the, the Klingon headquarters. Uh, and you, you, you it's a kind of a crappy building because this is terrible medievalville. So you find, like, gaps in the boards. You find a place, like, uh, some crates that you can peer up through the hole that they've carved in the roof. Uh, you see they've erected a force field to keep the weather out, mm. and this lets them fly the ship that they have sitting in there, this little Klingon shuttle, um, around. Uh, you look ar- around for guards and such, and you see the place is pretty understaffed. There's only maybe three or four people moving around in there, plus the guy at the door. I know what we need to do. We okay. need to get them drunk. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to, this who wants like to take plan. the who wants to take the Klingons a, uh, a round of ale, a round of grog? Several. I don't know times. if I trust them around grog. Well, that's the thing. We just who knows how to poison. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are the worst Starfleet <laughs> officers. <laughs> I suppose technically, not poisonous. I have the career trait of knowing stuff. <laughs> that is literally what's written on the sheet. Don't, yeah. don't talk. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's so. I would that's solving a problem with science, <laughs> um, but you're gonna have to get him drinking first. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think between the three of us, I have the yeah. I do. I have the highest diplomacy, so I'll have to diplomize. Do are there any whores nearby? Um, it's medieval times. Of it's 1960s are. television, so no. Oh, uh, that's true. Dancers. They were cool with dancers. D- da- of course there's dancers. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> definitely some people who are doing dances. Right. Yes. So, um I'm going to go find and uh and and hire and get some and convince some dancers to help us. Uh Cherba, you need to start brewing some poison and or or, or sleepy stuff to put into the ale and grog and shit. All right, so uh, even better idea. Let's just dope the ale with a fast-acting substance that greatly enhances the effect of the alcohol. Right, because but the, then but the dancers gonna, are going to be the ones to convince pl- them to drink the alcohol. They won't trust us. We're Starfleet. Well, yes, but I'll just make something that only works on Klingons. All right, cool. So here's what I want. Uh, Chirba, I would like you to roll a gather data. So 3d4 plus science. 
uh, 3d4 plus science. And this is you prepping the poison, and we'll solve with science when they drank it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I would like you, Victor, to uh, use some diplomacy to... uh, to get these uh these dancers. All right, I'll take my di- I'll use my diplomacy plus my charismatic as fuck. And you can you can spend your understanding to get a bonus here. Uh, well, let's see here. So I've got I've got diplomacy. I've got charismatic as fuck. Advanced use of hands. Uh, and my ability to swear and flirt in most lang- other languages, but nothing else. So that's four different things I can add on to this. Uh. Wait, the diplomacy is actually... And, all right, so how many die am I uh, rolling? Three here? 3d4. 3d4 for my diplomacy, plus my four other traits. So, roll it on down. Okay. I'm rolling 4d4, and I can't remember what else I was doing. <laughs> uh, no, you're rolling 3d4, uh, and you're 3D4. just adding science. All right. So, oh, okay. I have got um, 12 plus 4... That's, oh yeah, yeah. so um, tell me what happens. So I go and I uh, I find the uh, I go back to the bar, ask the bartender where the where the dances are. He points to some back room, and I say, "Hello, ladies. Have you ever met a human before?" <laughs> and then, what's a human exactly? So uh, if you would like to meet some humans, which are incredible, um, I need you to do me a little favor. Uh, go uh, anything. Go, go get these those Klingons over there in that hangar they've built. Um, I want you to give them some be- some uh, some what some of the uh, fantastic grog we've uh, we've got over here. It's going to be fantastic, amazing grog, and uh, drink as much as you like, but make sure they have a good time too. Okay, okay. <laughs> we're going to buy some grog, and we're going to get the Klingons to pay for it. <laughs> 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 that was kind of what I was going for. Yes. All right. So uh, the dancers uh, dance their way out of the scene, mm-hmm. uh, and um, basically within twenty minutes, the Klingons are all just completely out of their minds, drunk. Just awesome. like yeah, sta- the, the the two of them that are still ambulatory are like holding each other up and just, <laughs> and the other ones are asleep on their face. Great. Um, and the all the uh, the. The dancers are like, oh, why are they passed out? They're such weak drinkers. I'm reconsidering my view of the Klingons. <laughs> um, oh, actually, uh, let me step that back a second. Uh, Cherba, I would like you to roll science. So 3d4 plus science. And you can add the data that you collected, uh, which I need. How did your last roll go? What'd you get? Uh, my last roll, I'm trying to find the tab with the flame. There it is. Random.org. Good old random.org. Uh, so that'll be 13, 3, 16. Oh, yeah. Okay. The last you, roll. you destroyed it. So um, you can spend the three data that you just generated to get a higher number. Like just add plus three to this roll. Dig it. I can All do right. That. Cool. So roll 3d4 plus science to see what effect the poison has on these Klingons. Okay. Roll again. So, and then plus six. So, 18 in that case. Fuck, okay. What happens? What what, what does this do to the Klingons? <laughs> they um, melt. Let's That's see. What... <laughs> <laughs> I poison them so effectively they just detonate. Uh, no, not really. <laughs> what happens is they get extremely fucking drunk. They're all roaming around and doing crazy things. And uh, before too long, they will all pass out. 
and have no memory of what has transpired and they will pass out for long enough for us to remote pilot the shuttle over fuck up all these dudes navies and then like drag a couple of them into the shuttle to like just fucking leave them there so they wake up in the shuttle going oh fuck what do we do oh shit we killed everything Make, right. the, make so, sure the shuttle lands in, like, a public square. Oh, we should probably put them in there before we take off, since we're doing it remotely. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. Nice plan, but that. All right, so you, you, you make your way into the hangar as the dancers sort of exit, uh, disgusted with, with Klingon. Um, uh, what, what, On their tiny forehead ridges. Exactly. <laughs> and um, you, you make your way over to the little Klingon shuttle, which... Uh, appropriately for a Klingon shuttle, cannot hold very many people, but holds very many guns. Uh, <laughs> you pop it open and you start messing around to see what you can do with the autopilot when you realize Klingons don't have autopilots. That's auto doing their job for you is the height of dishonor. So you're going to have to figure yeah. something else out. Hold on, autopilot. <laughs> hey, we fixed your shitty shuttle. We can get a remote... Remote control. No, no remotes. I know how ships work. I know how guns work. I will pilot the ship and shoot the Navy. I don't care if it's reckless. <laughs> I, I will just go uh, and do it. I know. You Maybe. two have your fun with your drinking and your your ladies, but it's time for a man to do a man's job. Maybe in your recklessness, what you can do <laughs> is to escape from the scene of the crime and still put it down in a public square. You can engineer a very minor crash by flying it low over some buildings, hopping out on a rooftop as you go past, like and then letting idea. it just crash into a square. That is an excellent plan. You can do all I those do things, that. but I would like you to remind, to remind you that you guys have teleporters. Oh, that's right! Fuck. We're science fiction! <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, so, more sane. Uh, Nelson, you're gonna do all that stuff, centuries. except instead of jumping out of a thing? shuttle like a madman, uh, you're just gonna schwarp yourself uh, with the rest of us. Um, so, yeah, that'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, no, you know what? I'm, I'm okay with the first plan. <laughs> Derek, are right. missing something? Is there some sort of like well something for Captain. recklessness? Captain, do you know how teleporters actually work? I'm starting to wonder if they you know how teleporters actually work. Your entire body into not even atoms, and then they transmit it. Do you know how much signal damage the average teleporter uh, encounters over its service lifetime? Probably not as much as as landing wrong on a roof. <laughs> I, you know what? I don't trust that the the uh, Earth Teleporter Manufacturing Association uh -huh. is really uh -huh. legit with like. Have you seen our phasers? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's only remember, two settings. Remember that the remember we, that your transporter was built by the lowest bidder. <laughs> yeah, three hundred yeah, years hold, ago, hold we had we had ballistic weapons that would just kill someone dead, and now we don't. <laughs> now we have weapons oh, that evaporate people yeah when they work <laughs> i'm gonna take my chances on my martial skill rather than your egghead uh egghead who's the egghead. engineer here all right so this is actually perfect actually. Uh, we've got a we've got a I have idea. all this because i am extremely paranoid right i have an idea yeah call up the ship <laughs> hey who makes it who, ma who makes our teleporters uh, um tesla all right, cool. Don't trust the teleporters. 
<laughs> just catch fire on the side of the road. Halt and the catch last fire. time we That's trusted a Tesla shuttle, it drove under a space semi-trailer. So <laughs> <laughs> because it was because Listen. it was blue, the same color as the sky. Listen. Yeah, all you need to do is mandate that all the space semi-trailers have black tape put around the outside of the surfaces, That's it. and it'll be fine. There you go. Perfect. Um, <laughs> the Elon right. Musk another hit squad. The last one was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> all so, right, let's get on with it. Do you guys have any advantage between the lot of you? Um, Against Elon Musk? No, no. Uh, I, uh, I have three uh, advantage. No. Excellent. So you guys can actually. This was basically a meeting. So you guys can pool your resources, and anyone can use them now. Yeah, I'll, I'll, so, I'll cool. chuck in my three advantage. I want, I want, uh, I want uh, Lieutenant Spreck to survive his leap of faith. All right, cool. So um, this is your. You you get into the Klingon ship. You start it up. It, it the motor takes a while to turn over the space motor, <laughs> uh, and then you you start it up and you start flying it over to their ships. And uh, if you would like to blow them up, I would like you to use violence. So roll 3d4 plus violence. Do it, violence, Jack. Seven, This ten. is your life now. Can I use my one understanding from uh, earlier? No, understanding only applies for diplomacy. Ah, okay. No. Uh, then use the answer is ten. All right, so... Um, so yeah, you 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 load the weapons up and you start blowing stuff up, and you are presented with an option here. You can get all the ships, uh, but you will the ship. You're kind of you're you're not very well versed in the shuttle here, so mm-hmm. uh, it it'll conk out before you make it back to your planned public square. Or you can get some of the ships, maybe about half, and make it all the way. Ooh, what's between the public square and the ships? Like, will I get uh, back to land? Yeah, you'll get back to land, but you'll come straight down among like crappy residential slums. No, come on, we can't be, we can't do that. Mm. I think we should murdering sailors. Yeah, but plowing through low-income housing. That is, that is a <laughs> Can bit. Can we much. not do that? Yeah. You know what? I think that the the morale impact of an entire navy being uh-huh. destroyed is much greater than the morale impact of oh okay part of our navy was destroyed by the evil spacemen i'm gonna have to chance it i'm gonna right. have to juice like pump the pump the gas on this uh ship yeah you and try to make it all you, the way back. you you blow up all the ships they're all on fire it's awful there's screams and wood question why do we send the guy who still thinks that these things run on gas <laughs> <laughs> and then um the well, I mean, this is a Klingon thing. You don't know. Yeah, <laughs> probably pull the cord to get it started. <laughs> uh, and then runs on a Briggs and Stratton lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to mix the antimatter with a bit of oil so that it lubricates. Yeah, you unscrew the cap to take it. a look how much antimatter you got. Yeah. Um. So and then you hear the engine boom 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 boom. And you glide in through some houses. And if you're going to jump, you're going to want to jump now. So, uh, oh, you've got, like, Klingons in the back seat, right? To yeah. frame them? Okay, cool. They're still, they're still unconscious, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> One of them's like, this is a bit of a rough ride. Are we there yet? Uh, so roll 2d4 and add any relevant traits you've got to see if you make it out of this thing safely. Well, I've got two relevant traits. I am taking a reckless as hell jump, 
And if I land on something kind of jagged, I can tough it out. All right, cool. So roll those 2d4. So, ooh, uh, four plus two is six. Nice. So, uh, yeah, you do it. You successfully jump out, and I'm increasingly realizing I've got to start setting my target, vi- um, <laughs> t- target values a little higher on the, the future versions of this game. Because, <laughs> yeah, you, you successfully tuck and roll. You land on a thatched roof, and you're fine. And the, the, the shuttle sort of slides, flips a bit, catches fire. The city starts catching fire. Uh, it's a disaster. Uh, you hit, like, the biggest... Cl- okay. the, the, it, it rams into what you think is, like, a church. The, the steeple falls down. Blows up. Blows up. Uh, shit, space Jesus. Yeah. Of course it did. Uh, um, um, it's, it's a bad scene. We need to now take advantage of the situation and come and swoop in as the benevolent saviors. <laughs> yes. How do we do that? I literally have a uniform and a phaser and that's it. Can we call on the ship to do some like fire suppression or something? Our ship? The ship we came what in? What the fuck is it going to do? You're like fucking going to orbit a planet with a giant fire extinguisher? It just, could like, teleport some water out the... of the ocean. That's so pretty clever. That's <laughs> a really good idea. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! All right, cool. Do you want do you want that to happen? Will that take technology type? Points? Yeah, that's science. All right, so Resky should probably do it. Okay, I will communicate with the ship and I don't know. Tell them how to press buttons to fucking move a glass of water. <laughs> Shit! What the fuck is wrong with these people? We're having trouble locking onto the water. Use your techno babble. <laughs> yeah. Try realigning the capacitors. We, uh, you know, uh, just try calibrate um, the Heisenberg compensators or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, try doing a mobile teleport on a large containing vessel to keep the water in a stable pattern as uh, you <laughs> shift it between the pattern buffer and the transmission buffer. Nice. If that was an in episode words, of Next Generation, I would totally buy it. <laughs> yeah, I'd buy it. Great. Uh, you temporarily trans- transporting it into one of the ship's sections. Right, Should we clear yeah. it of red shirts? Nah. Um, <laughs> so uh, roll 3D4 plus science to see yeah, how this how goes. How are the red shirts we brought with us doing? <laughs> yeah, they're still- oh, that's a good... I totally, They're probably still drinking. Yeah. Oh, I'm cool with that. They're cool. They're they're with the lady. Red shirts. If anybody <laughs> asked, we were with you the whole time. <laughs> Impossible deniability. <laughs> the locals, the locals Jesus won't Christ. know. We all look alike to them. No, it was the ones in the in the yellow shirt that did it, and the blue shirt. The red ones were fine. Does you really need to set your dice targets higher? <laughs> yeah, I do. This is what did you roll? Because I just rolled two sixes and a three, and my science is already three. How did you roll two sixes on a th- on a three d four? Because you said roll three d four. Wait a minute, I rolled I rolled fucking three d six. Yes, he's very fours, my friend. I need to go to a site that lets me roll things. Roll, oh my I'll god, you've been rolling I just went to random.org I'm because that's my I'm just gonna roll them right now, problem. okay? So you've got a, you. a four, a four, and a four. Jesus. What the fuck? <laughs> Alright, yeah. I'm this. <laughs> uh, just, just tell me what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Let's let's just assume that I succeed at everything. 
except for life or else you know i wouldn't be here on a saturday morning playing you know podcasting uh ouch <laughs> playing podcasting wow that was bad that was actually colder than i intended i don't even remember what the fuck we were doing <laughs> as, we as put out the tech, fire let's just leave it at that can we jump okay, cut yes, to with a great, jump cut to the morning well no no jump cut to me like running away from this right. giant conflagration as it's as it's <laughs> exploding and stuff Right, uh, like, yes. and, and the water the just floods. descending from the sky with yes. a sparkly right. noise. Oh uh, yes, there's gr- a great strip of sparkling just kind of streaks across the sky, and all of this water just starts falling down like a very localized rainstorm because you mm-hmm. know a side effect of the pattern dispersal is that it starts coming down in much smaller chunks rather than huge blobs that would wash everything away. Right, That's good nicely done. So, yeah, yes, so, the, f- you know. the fire goes out and the day is saved by Starfleet. Right. Not Completely necessary trouble. actions. Right. So I'm... <laughs> necessary and justified. The yeah. <laughs> degree to which you manage that, like, I, we don't got to do the negotiation part. Yeah. The Klingons leave in shame. <laughs> the minerals are yours. The, the day is, is they don't saved. They leave in shame because we blew up their navy. They leave in shame because, like, they got knocked out by, like, four flagons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just uh and then you know it, it cuts back to you all on the bridge having a laugh about this hideous fucking space war crime you've committed <laughs> what what war crime i don't know about any war crime well yeah <laughs> that's because i suspect you never actually went to starfleet academy you just showed up in a uniform and tricked someone <laughs> this isn't even a uniform I just put on a yellow shirt. <laughs> Everyone was like, yes, Captain. And I'm no, like, it's my SpongeBob shirt. <laughs> not even that. I showed up to a, a, I showed up to a shipyard with a little bit of mustard on my shirt. They put four pits <laughs> on my collar and here I am. <laughs> oh, no, not even that. You remember how Kirk would sometimes roll around in like that fucking green wraparound number? Uh. <laughs> He just showed up in his bathrobe and they were like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Alright. So that was that was excellent. <laughs> and you guys are monsters. <laughs> <laughs> well, not everybody Holy in Christ. Starfleet is all dandelions and petunias, you know. Uh, oh, so yeah, I had there was if I had been able to deploy any threats, there would have been like a s- mysterious space cloud and all this kind of stuff. But you fucking demolished this <laughs> and most Probably of the because city. we spent half the thing. Well, I spent half the thing rolling the wrong fucking dice. <laughs> yeah, that probably wasn't helping. But um, that was an excellent. That was awesome. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> we got to do this more often. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I would say so, more um, games in that case, but I don't think that's actually physically possible. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, seriously, you come up with games like people with high fiber diets fucking fart. I know. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was uh, the frontier. The, what is it? The new oh, frontier. New frontiers. <laughs> That's uh, that was the new frontiers from uh, from Derek Chappelle. Uh, you will find it. Uh, you will find well, not it because it's not done yet. But many of other games that he's uh, <laughs> many other games that he's uh, made on uh, Drive Through RPG. 
Um, there will be a link to the his store in the uh, in the description. Check it out. Good stuff. Uh, there will be links as well to other e- to episodes of us playing other games written by him. All hilarious. Um, my favorite one is the rerun that got aired recently, uh, Capoeira to Victory. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. The one where we, like, the one where we became a karaoke master who blended a Johnny Carson audience <laughs> before starting his own tax firm and somehow took, like, a fucking decade of time to get clothes. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, uh... Great episode, gents. Thank you, Derek, for uh, for bringing uh, yet another one of your interesting, wonderful, interesting games in for us to uh, to uh, play and uh, have a good old time with. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah, I, this is super fun, and I can't wait to uh, to get it in a more complete form and keep running this shit. Oh. This is a good of course, time. there is there is another important question. Since we've been promising the listeners for about as long as you've been appearing, five across the heart. <laughs> right. So, believe it or not, it's actually done. Hooray! Uh, like the 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 um the mecha- like I I sat down I I fucking ground it out and I got a final version of it. Uh, so it's it's pretty much ready to play. Um, I I've. I have content to add, like, you know, equipment and whatever, but the core gameplay of it is done. I'm super proud of it. It's probably my best game. Like, a lot of... The reason that this Star Trek game came together so quickly was because a lot of the ideas in it of, like, values and traits and the way that that stuff works is sort of lifted from all the lessons I learned putting that game together. It took me uh, just over two years to write that fucking game. Um... (laughs) Well, I'm sure we, the listeners will be sure to check it out. It's up on your uh, drive-through RPG store, right? Uh, not quite yet. I've got to do the layout now, <laughs> and make it an actual book. So what uh, I hear is that it's not done. It's not done, but we can play it. If you've got another acceptable devices coming up, we can All make right, it well, happen. Well, in a couple of weeks, we will. Uh, so uh, let's, uh, un- unless something important, uh, so, you know, something super prescient uh, comes up, like I don't know, Trump. Uh, I mean, there's air the caught on fire, and we need to discuss the combustibility of our pre- presidential candidates. Uh, then, <laughs> then uh, yeah, sure, five across the heart. Uh, in, right, uh, well, if that time. happens, I promise you that I will write in a small RPG about <laughs> combust, like doing a presidential debate while on fire. Can you do and that? Having oh, to- can you do that anyways? Can, can we- oh, I think I might because okay, the picture you're you're doing the debate right, so you have like the the GM as the moderator, and you have. Two or three people, right? I have the name for it already. Derek? Oh, hit me. Pants on fire. I love it. Yes. You yes. yes, because everybody's got terrible platforms you have to lie about, but you're literally catching on fire while you do so. You have to so you have to balance getting good poll numbers by lying correctly and not burning out before other candidates. I like it. I like it. Let's do it. Oh, that's perfect. Alright, All right. I'll start okay. writing that right now. Alright, then. Well, well uh, hype yourself up for yeah. that episode of Acceptable Vices and for the impending release of Five Across the Heart. Yep. Impending. impending. Forever it's impending. <laughs> <laughs> then you should check out uh, my plug, my very brief prog- prog? prog prog for this week. I'm calling them prugs from now on. My very brief prog for this week. Uh, it's a webcomic called Sleepless Domain. It is oh, about so magical girls, appropriately enough. It is by Mary Cagle of uh, Kiwi Blitz and the uh, comic where she was an English teacher in Japan. <gasps> oh my god, it's what? It's 
that let's person? Think, no. uh, oh my god, these character designs are amazing. Oh my god. I know every character so she has ever designed is fucking amazing. So good. So good. Oh, I wonder how much I'll have to pay her to do all the art for Five Across the Heart, because who else could do it? <laughs> Probably like a billion dollars, but it'll be worth it. Yeah. So good. Please do not take that as an invoice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, if you're recommending uh, if you're recommending Sleepless Domain, I'm gonna recommend um, manly guys doing manly things. Yeah, it's sort of like the male equivalent of being a magical girl. If dudes can't become magical girls, if you're of that school of thought, <laughs> well, <laughs> which I am not because I fucking read. Uh, oh, I can't even remember the name of it, but it's a fucking great comic about a giant muscly dude that becomes a magical girl of muscles but uh anyway um yeah you should uh check out manly guys doing manly things at the punchline is machismo.com so good comic nelson you got anything you want to plug before we uh close um out? yeah really really quick thing uh so you may remember the show between two ferns Indeed. by the uh, esteemed mr zach galifianakis mm-hmm uh, well, he did a new one uh, where he had a Mrs. Hillary Rodham Clinton on the show, mm-hmm. and it is pretty great, and it is very short. I hear he actually hits her with some real questions. Sort of. Sort of. Okay. Sort of. There's some good singers from from both sides. I see. All right, then. Can I give a quick plug to something that's not mine? Of course. A sure. game came out today on Steam that I think that Anybody who's interested in, like, space and crazy space shit should check out. It's called Children of a Dead Earth, mm-hmm. and it is a super serious, super realistic space combat simulator. Uh-huh. Mm. Interesting. Uh, where, like, radiator rockets fighting, at, passing each other at 100 zillion miles per hour, <laughs> railguns and lasers and stuff. Like, it's incredible. Hmm. This okay, sounds then. pretty fucking rad. Yeah, right, it's, it's really cool. Cool, cool, cool. Children of a dead earth. Yep. Yeah, and also you should read the blog that the guy maintains about it because it's just him writing about like very serious speculation about how space combat would work, and he knows his stuff really well. Huh. So the the amount of science that went into this game is unbelievable. Hmm. Okay, well that is on the Steam store. You should check it out if you like all the things Derek said you you should like. And uh, with that, uh, great show, guys. And uh, you will hear from us next week on Friday Night Party Line. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Acceptable Vices is brought to you in part by Jack's Auto Body and Paint, providing automotive repair and award-winning paintwork for car lovers in the San Fernando Valley and beyond. For more information, call 818-951-5996. That's 818-951-5996. Wait, did we pick up the red shirts when we left?